I want the young people who are involved with this project to really see that it's possible to make an impact on your community even when you feel helpless and you feel so stressed when you're so young. My name is Olympia Madrid Blanco Zuniga. I am a co-founder and current board member for East Oakland Dreamers. I'm also their director of bilingual communications, and this is our response to COVID-19. East Oakland Dreamers is a small grassroots nonprofit based out of East Oakland committing to serving the migrant community in the Bay Area. We do so through involvement with youth, as well as connecting community resources, information, and funds. So originally, East Oakland Dreamers started off founded by um, all undocumented students and a teacher at the local high school. And the entire purpose was to, hence the title Dreamers, was to help students who are undocumented come into higher education, um, get through higher education and graduate and then come back to the community. At first it was putting, help putting on legal clinics to help people file their DACA with law students, with paralegals and with lawyers, as well as helping um, students with their applications to get to college, some financial aid like emergency help for the current college students. So that transitioned into doing more youth-based work but eventually we said, well, what if we move the focus of the org from just education to general immigrant rights? And so now we do a lot more work connecting community resources. All of our board members, all of our current board members, so East Oakland Dreamers doesn't have any staff. The board members are all volunteered. Occasionally we will write into our MOUs ways for us to get paid for the grants. So the way that we're able to recruit youth and get them involved in the programs is because so many of the members of East Oakland have returned to East Oakland. So they return to the community, they work as teachers, they work as paralegals, a good amount of them work in education as counselors. And so they're able to connect to their cousins, their friends, their neighbors, their aunts, their uncles, and that's where they're really able to pull in this space is because most of them work with young people every day. In the past, one of the ways that East Oakland Dreamers has been able to incentivize youth for participating is we try to give them stipends for the work that they do when it's a particularly heavy workload and we have the funding. We also give them credit for school or we give them service hours. And you know, it's mutually beneficial because it helps the youth invest their energy in ways that we think are useful and important, but also helps combat the school to prison pipeline by making sure that we offer them a way to stay academically um, focused. During the COVID-19 crisis, East Oakland Dreamers has been focused on raising and distributing funds for families in need, especially um, through the shelter-in-place order. And we've been successful thus far in raising about $35,000 to go to help people um, cover their needs, as far as basic bills, groceries, utilities, rent. And then although $500 is not, um, realistically, it's not even close to enough money to cover rent in the Bay Area, but most families have expressed that they um, appreciate the support, at least with basic living necessities, and then all they have to do is worry about rent. And so we had a meeting where someone was like, well, what can we do in response to COVID? And they were like, we have some of this money that's been donated in the past. And the idea was, well, why don't we give out the money? 
where that conversation stemmed from was that everyone immediately pulled together and started talking and was like, okay, so who applies, who qualifies for unemployment and who doesn't? So does DACA qualify for unemployment? Does TPS qualify for unemployment? Is there repercussions if they qualify, if they access unemployment? And so really what came out of that was what's the next best option? And that was as a community, as an org, we get money out to people who may not be able to receive it in this time of need. It was almost like an instinctual response because so many of us had already been in that situation and because so many of us have lived through it because like I mentioned, um, most of the board members have at some point been undocumented. So I think I'm the only person on the board who has managed to legalize my status um, and become a legal permanent resident. But everyone else is very like openly and proudly like, a DACA recipient or a TPS recipient or otherwise a migrant. So I think that for all of us, me still living in a mixed status family also knew what the need was. Is we have received some funds that will be 20K, 50K, and they say, well, you can't send it to another org. You can't pay volunteers with it and you're a volunteer-run org, so you can't pay anyone doing the work with, for, with it either. And so the general pushback tends to be, well, we have to compensate youth for doing the work because we want to get young people, we want to get students involved whose parents might be directly affected, you know, or who on their own can't qualify or who want to do the work, and we want to be able to get money to them. So high school students are interns. And then also the fact that all of our board members are migrants or live in mixed status families. And the reality is that most of us, our families, even if we don't live with them, won't be receiving a stimulus check. Well, we should be able to use part of this funding to pay the board members who right now have a loss of wages, who may be partially employed, whose families are affected, who help support their parents, who help support their siblings. And also, how can our siblings as high schoolers, how can our students as high schoolers also get money for doing the work because at the end of the day it is work getting $35,000 out to people when you're not allowed to see them in person or touch them is very difficult and so that's one way that we've been able to navigate and sort of make sure that the money gets into the hands of the community and stays in the hands of the community has been to really negotiate our MOUs in a way that um, folks are understanding that the money is staying within the org and the money staying within the community of Oakland is the appropriate response because the people doing the work are the people who are affected. And people who would be happy to do it for free, but realistically it would be a lot nicer to have money to pay your rent and bills. Really at the end of the day, what's exciting for me is I want the young people who are involved with this project to really see that it's possible to make an impact on your community even when you feel helpless and you feel so stressed when you're so young. I think really um, it's impactful to be able to see older undocu folks who have done things with their lives, who are living the careers of their, of their dreams, who have returned to the community and who are now doing something for the community. And also to see the role that they play as young people and how necessary they are to keep the work moving forward. My name is Olympia Blanco with East Oakland Dreamers and during these times of war on the migrant community, love keeps us strong.